so the Malana, when introducing me, he mentioned to a poem of Malana Rum Rimalatala that I might remember slightly differently, but its meaning is that to spend one moment with a pious person is better than hundred years in Ibadah or hundred acts of nafil. So I have to correct what the Malana said. I'm not that pious person. If it was up to me, if you could pray hundred nafil right now, I'd rather you pray hundred nafil right now than you take the time to listen to my talk. But problem is that most people don't have that strength and don't do that type of ibadah at night anymore. And yes, there was a time in the history of our ummah when from Isha to Fajr the ummah was alive. And now we have come to a time from Isha to Fajr the ummah is sleeping. And in fact now it's even worse of a time that from Isha to Fajr and maybe even during Fajr and through Fajr the ummah is sleeping. And this is one of the main reasons why you can see what's going on in the world. For the real mu'mineen, life began at night. Nighttime was the time of their intimacy with Allah SWT. And this is actually right goes back to Sayyidina Rasulullah wasallam and Ta'ifa and a group of Sahaba Ikram with him who used to spend all the night in Ibadah, half the night in Ibadah, one third of the night in Ibadah. Still even the fact that even me and you have Iman right now is the barakah of the du'as of Nabi Akrim at night for the success for the mission of his nabuwa and dawah and for the future of his ummah. Hmm? How tragic is it that that same Nabi Akrim who made du'a for his ummah at night, that same ummah at night is sinning today. At the same time. At the exact same time at night. Did you ever think of that? That if you make a sin at 11.30 p.m., maybe 1400 years ago at 11.30 p.m., Nabi Kareem sallallahu made dua for his ummah. Oh, if you make sin late night, or midnight, or 1 a.m., or 2 a.m., or party, or internet, hmm? and that was the same time, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., a time of tahajjud, last, last third of night, when Nabi Kareem was not just making dua but even crying for his ummah. Hmm? And we use that same night to betray his sunnah and to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Yes, they say the times have changed. Hmm? They have really changed. Maybe some of us when we go to Makkah, Makarama, Madinah, Manawra, then we realize. Then mashallah you will see the people there. They are spending a lot of 
time in ibadah, at night, early morning, Fajr Salah, sitting after Fajr. Hmm? And if any of you have ever been in May Allah Ta'ala, take all of us over and over again, you get a taste of what real Islam is like. That's how it's supposed to be all the time. And me and you were like that when we go there. But can you imagine a whole community and all Sahabi Kram, Ijma'ah, each and every single one of them. So actually the entire Ummah, because Sahabi Kram was the first Ummah, so the whole Ummah like that. And obviously Deen will be ghalib on earth when the whole Ummah is like that. Hmm? And that's what we saw in our history. But we've forgotten our history, we don't claim our history, we don't own our history. Hmm? <coughs> so care, so what can we do? Whether it's hundred years or one year, hundred rakats. So then what we can do is we can give nasiha to one another. Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said, Ad-deenun nasiha. The deen lies. Deen consists in the spread of deen, the baqa of deen, the perpetuity of deen will be in nasiha. Constantly we must remind one another, وَتَوَاصَوْ بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاصَوْ بِالصَّبْرِ Everything is lost except those people who have iman, who do virtuous deeds and they mutually help one another on haq and on sabr. Haq means the truth of deen. You'd be surprised, don't take that for granted. Today there are some people who even they have doubts, young men, they have doubts about the truth of deen. They need somebody simply to sit with them and tell them that deen is haq. And that is something Mulana Rumi Mulatala is trying to capture. That if a person has shak, has doubts in their heart, and they sit with someone who has yakin in their heart, doesn't have to be some huge shaykh or alim. Just somebody who has yakin in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with absolute iman in Allah ta'ala without any doubt, just that company is extremely beneficial for them. But what can you do? Because you're living in a society or those youth are studying an educational system. But they're constantly surrounded by people, not just shak, absence, absence of iman. Hmm? So it, it, it's a two-way sword. Just like being in the company of elders, strong believers, firm believers who have yakin in their heart, helps us have yakin. then imagine the negative effects of being in the company who has no iman in their heart. Hmm? You know, otherwise very good people. Many, almost all of them. But they don't have iman. Allahu Akbar Kabira. It's an emptiness. It's a big void. So this marifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, ma'rifah. Hmm? One meaning of marifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yes, no doubt, is you will have qurb with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hmm? But there's a limit to everything. Imam al-Ghazal, he wrote a beautiful book. It's something I've made, Niyat. I first read this book in 2011. Sitting in one of your libraries, let's say, in this country. <laughs> I should have probably been reading something else. But I found this Arabic book, which at that time was rare, but now apparently it has been more widespread. I never heard of this book by Imam al-Ghazal before. I happened to find it in the place where I was. The title of the book, Al-Risala fi Bayan Marafatillah. The treaties to explain what does it mean to really know Allah subhanahu wa And at the end, Imam Ghazali he ends by saying what? 
So if I was to explain it to you, and his Arabic is very poetic, obviously his Arabic is better than my English. Forget Arabic. Hmm? But the best way I can explain it to you in English is he says, he writes, that to ultimately know Allah Ta'ala is to know that he is ultimately unknowable. In Arabic, malafat is adz, to be adz, to know that you can never really know Allah Ta'ala as he knows himself, that means to know Allah Ta'ala. Now let me explain to you in a more simple way. So what does that mean? It means that you must be humble and you must know Allah Ta'ala simply as he has revealed himself to be. And there's a lot of information Allah Ta'ala has given about himself in Quran al-Kareem. One of the asmal husna. Now can you imagine this is the problem with the 21st century Sufi. He wants to get marifat of Allah Ta'ala. He doesn't even know the asmal husna. Allah Akbar. Does not even know the asmal husna. Does not know the names of Allah Ta'ala that Allah has shared with us. Does not know Allah Ta'ala as Allah has revealed himself in Quran. Does not know Allah Ta'ala as he wishes himself to be known. But he wants to get marifat. Allah Akbar. You ask a person, human being, that this guy doesn't even know my name. And he says he wants to know me really well. He wants to get to know me intimately. But he doesn't even bother to know my name that I told him. Hmm? Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, لِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ husna فَدْعُوا بِهَا لِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ husna To Allah Ta'ala belong the infinitely beautiful names. Know them. Understand them. Understand the meaning deep enough that it puts a feeling in your heart. Dua isn't a rasam. Dua is an expression of a feeling, munajat. Know his name so well that when you just take that name, it triggers a feeling in your heart and your heart makes dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Know what it means that he is ghafar so well that you can just say, Ya ghafar, Ya ghafar. And you don't even have to add any long sentences of istighfar and tawbah. Because just saying Allah Ta'ala's name, Ghaffar, puts such a feeling of tawbah in your heart. Lillahi asma'al husna biha. This is marifat of Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. To go to Allah Ta'ala on His terms. Hmm? So another group of people that say you should make Islam relevant to today. Or we, the American Islam. They say, British Islam. Allahu Akbar. Ajib. <laughs> There's no adjective that goes with Islam. Modern Islam, ancient Islam, outdated Islam, updated Islam, reformed Islam. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Strange. Hmm? Very strange. Know Allah Ta'ala as He wishes to be known. And Allah Ta'ala is that being that you must come to Him on His terms. Do not set the terms yourself. Allah has His own rules and terms how you will come close to Him and how you will know Him. So one very big way of knowing Allah subhanahu wa is Allah Ta'ala's mercy. You see all over the Quran, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Bismillah Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. means Allah Ta'ala wants to be known first and foremost is Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. The first thing you want to know about me, Allah wants us to know that He, Allah, is Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
And that mercy is even beyond just forgiveness. It doesn't just mean that Allah Ta'ala out of His mercy will forgive us for our sins in this world. In fact, the greatest act of mercy, inshallah, that we will receive is not the forgiveness of sins in this world. The greatest act of Allah Ta'ala's rahmah that we will inshallah receive is His mercy on the Day of Judgment <coughs> due to which He enters us into Jannah. Because Sayyidina Rasulullah he said that no one will enter Jannah except by the rahmah, the mercy of Allah SWT. Then he was asked, Nabi Akrim he was asked, even you Ya Rasulullah and he said, yes, even me. Allahu Akbar. Even Nabi Akrim will only enter Jannah due to the rahmah, the mercy of Allah SWT. So then me and you, Allahu Akbar Kabira. Then, what will happen after that? You get Allah Ta'ala enters into Jannah. Then, Allahu Akbar, Allah SWT will keep that person alive forever. Allahu Akbar, Allah Ta'ala will keep that person in dunya. No, in dunya everybody will die. Kullu nafsin Nobody lives forever on earth. In hayatul dunya, nobody lives forever. But in Akhirah, the person will live forever. How? Out of the rahmah of Allah SWT. Rahmah of Allah SWT. Infinite mercy then. Because you live infinite. Infinite mercy. Okay, then what will happen while they live forever? That person will get the bounties and blessings and ni'mas of Jannah forever. How is the bounties and blessings coming? In this world you have to work. You have to earn. Right? Yes, Allah Ta'ala gives you bounties, but on another level, you do something for it. You have to work on their Jannah. You do, no, you do nothing. You will get the bounty, infinite, limitless bounties and blessings of Jannah. Whatever your heart desires, ma tashtahi, ma, any and everything. How? From the rahmah of Allah SWT. How much rahmah? It's already, our mind cannot understand that. It already it's an amount of mercy, rahmah that we can't even imagine. Unimaginable, unfathomable rahmah of Allah SWT. And this is what Allah wants us to know about Him most. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Even just this, if we really understood this lesson, it'd be very difficult to sin. Hmm? How could you disobey that being who wants to give you his mercy forever? Very hard. In this world they say, if somebody is my Muslim, okay, then I can my Muslim, and I ki baat na manu. England aaye tha. Oh, unhone sabse pehle mujhe daud khilaye. Bas. Unki baat mein kaise talo? So, few of you, because you don't know Urdu, so a person, they immigrate in this country and they still remember years later, one favor, one. <laughs> no, the first time I came to England, he was the first person who invited me to his home. He was the one who showed me the ropes. He was the first one who set me to business. How can I not listen to him? Hmm? He's maybe asking me something now today, making a request of me. How can I not listen to him? He showed you one drop of mercy. And you are saying you are so loyal to him and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is giving you infinite mercy, you cannot be loyally obedient to him. Hmm? Strange. 
You should think, you should tell your eye that, oh eye, before you look at that mehram, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you to me. My Allah ta'ala gave me this vision. My Allah ta'ala let me look at Kaaba with this eye. How can I forget that and look at this mehram? Oh my tongue, before you speak this sin, how can you do that? My Allah ta'ala gave you to me. With you tongue, I said kalima la ilaha illallah. With you tongue, I recite salah, recite Quran, make dua. How can I use this tongue to say this lie or ghibat or unlawful, lustful words to attract their mehram? Hmm? Very simple. Everything is the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So to be Abdul Rahman and Abdul Rahim, that's marifat. That person who is Abdul Rahman and Abdul Rahim, he doesn't need any more fancy marifat. And a person who has all the fancy marifat in the world, but that doesn't make him a slave, what benefit is that? On the day of judgment, you won't be asked that what type of Urdu poetry can you recite? Huh? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's marifat imam al-ghazayir ta'ala He said is ubudiyya Bandagi Abdiyat Slavehood You will know Allah ta'ala when you know your identity as a slave You will know he is malik when you realize you are abd You will know Allah when you know that you are abdullah That's how you will know Allah There's no other way to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is the greatest arif? Who is the greatest marfat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Who? Who is the greatest arif? Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What did he know about himself? Ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh. Abduhu. Abd. He used to write. He used to have dictate to his katib. His scribe used to write. What? Muhammad Abdullah. That's what he wanted to write. He said, write my name like that. I'm slave of Allah. Oh, this is marfat. Hmm? So what is a slave? Slave has no ability to disobey master. That's called a slave. It's impossible. Otherwise you're not, you're not slave anymore. You cannot be called slave if you disobey the master. You might be called servant, you might be called a worker, you can be called many things. But the word slave, abd, can only be used for absolute submission and obedience to the master. So this is the word Allah Ta'ala picked for us in Quran Al-Kareem. This is the word Allah Ta'ala picked for us in our deen. We are abd, ibad, ibadullah. We are slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah so a slave is about obedience. All deen comes down to obedience. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Quran, 
tell them Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ati Allah they should all obey Allah Ta'ala wa ati rasul and they should all obey Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that's it Sahabah Kram what does it come about them in Quran sameetna wa ata'na that's it as soon as we heard this is what Allah Ta'ala wants we obey that's it that's all deen these two ayahs will give you all deen Anything that is other than this is fluff. You know fluff. I know some British English for fluff. Huh? Huh? How much do you obey Allah subhanahu wa And how much do you fail to obey? How much of the sunnah of Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam do you follow? And how much do you fail to follow? That's all tazkiyah, all tasawwuf, all tarbiyat, all asan, all suluk, all of deen will begin from here. And this is our problem. That we don't obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all the time. We don't obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on everything. So that's it, immediately, no longer slave. That's the special thing about slave. Slave is all the time, everything. Look, I'll give you even a lesser word than slave, employee. So there's a boss and there's an employee. So what is that relationship? You tell me, the employee listens to the boss half the time. You said, that's not employee. <laughs> okay, the employee should listen to the boss 70% of the time. You said, no, that's not an employee. I'll fire such a person. So it's okay, we ask the boss, what type of person will you not fire? He says, I won't fire that employee who listens to me all the time in everything. <laughs> but that's it, that one I'll keep. The one who doesn't listen to me, once a week. I say just once a week. So somebody says, no, I miss Fajr once a week. And people like that. It can be much worse also. But average Muslim today misses Fajr once a week, once every two weeks. So let's ask boss this question. That okay, there's a worker in your store, there's an employee in your company, and he's going to disobey you about once a week. Maybe sometimes it can last two weeks. Huh? Yeah. If you're really strong, you send him for like two-week intensive training and umrah. So when you send him for two-week training, he will come back. He might last three, four weeks without disobeying you. But then he's going to return to disobeying you. He said, fine. I don't want it. I don't want it. Oh, this is boss-employee relationship. Now you think master-slave relationship. Now you think malik-abd relationship. Now you think Allah-banda relationship. Hmm? How much does that relationship, how much... Scope is there for disobedience. Zero. Kul Allah wa Rasul. That's it. Obey Allah subhanahu wa and obey Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nothing else counts. Nothing else matters. Nothing. Go back to boss-employee relationship. I tell boss that he's going to disobey you once a week, but he's a really nice guy. Fine. I say, he's going to disobey you once a week, but he's a great father. Fire. I say, boss, he's going to disobey you once a week, but he's a great son. Fire. I say, boss, he's going to disobey you once a week, but he gives a lot of money in charity. Fire. Boss says, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'll only keep that employee who listens to me all the time in everything. Nothing else matters. And nothing else counts. That's boss employee. Hmm? Malik Abd, Malik Abd. You can never have Marifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
know that he is Malik until you know and realize we are Abd. Sahaba Kram didn't just say this, Sami'na wa ta'na. Because yes, they said it, literally they said it also. But it's part of Kalamullah. You know, when anything becomes part of Kalamullah, it's haq, it's a haqiqat. Means it's a reality. The Sahaba did it. The Sahaba lived it. The Sahaba taught it to Tabi. So much that it's part of Quran or Kareem. Sami'na wa ta'na. Can you imagine the level of itaat, the level of obedience Sahaba Ikram radiallahu ta'ala anhum ajma'in must have had that Allah ta'ala made it part of his abadi, azali kalam, pre-eternal, eternal kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So here all of this is response to Imam's introduction. To be on the be shirk, yeah. Huh? Allah Akbar. Hmm? Marafat. Bandagi simultan. Bandagi kalava, koi marafat karastane. Koi rastane. And this is a grace from Allah SWT. Sayyidina Ali, radiallahu ta'ala anu wa karamallahu, what do you used to say? Allah says, enough is it for me that you are my Rabb? It's enough honor for me that you are my Rabb and it's enough dignity for me that I'm your slave. That's it. <laughs> All my izzat and sharf lies in this. That you are my Rabb and I am your Abd. Loved being the slaves of Allah SWT. Love it. You will find some people. They're employee in a good company. They love it. They're proud of it. They put the sticker on the car. They meet you. They give you the card. Hmm? Within they, You must know that they work for that company. Because they love it. They feel it's their izzat and their shar. Hmm? So then your deen, deen of Islam, your iman, this is our izzat and our sharf. It can never be that you're shy about your iman. It should never be that you're embarrassed about your iman. You should never be in any situation in which you hide your iman, you conceal your iman. You should never be such that if you walk down the street and a Muslim walks past you, he doesn't know whether to say salam to you because he has no idea. You might be Mexican, you might be Indian, you might be Muslim, we have no way of knowing. You should never be like that. You could be Turkish, you could be German for all we know. How do we know? No, no, no. Proud of iman. Celebrate one's iman. Honor one's iman. Abd is so happy to have Allah as a master. Abd is so overjoyed to be Allah Ta'ala's slave. In deen, initially you need some jazba. Jazba means you need some feeling, some passion. To progress in deen. And what happens to a lot of people is they lose that jazbah. So then there's another path that's called mujahada. Mujahada. That's a difficult path. <laughs> mujahada means that you don't feel like doing something, but you make yourself do it. Who does that? 
that you can do, you can do mujahada for either zarurat or for maqsad. So for example, many people, they don't like their jobs. Alright? They're not passionate about what they do. So how do they manage to show up to work every day? Mujahada. They make themselves go. Why? Because zarurat. They need to earn. There's a zarurat and a maqsad there. So because they view it as a zarurat, as a maqsad, they make the mujahada for it. It's the only two ways to do it. Either you have jazba, you have passion, or you make mujahada, you make effort. And you can only do that if you view it as zarurat and maqsad. Deen combined all of that. Deen is our jazba. Yes, you should be passionate about deen. Deen is our zarurat. There's nothing that we need more in life than deen. Deen is our maqsad, the entire purpose of our life. The very purpose of our creation is to slave it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Deen has all of that. We still don't do it. We still don't do it. Either because we don't have the jazbah, or we don't really view deen as our maqsad and as our zunud. Maqsad zindagi Allah ki bandagi Maqsad hayat Allah ki yaad Bas Whole purpose of life Whole asal Essence, core of life So what happens when a person fails on this mission? That's called sin Guna kehte hai ke apne maqsad Bandagi mein that's called sin. So question then from Quran Kareem is what do we do if we sin? So take it. We're not succeeding. If we slip and we fail, what are we supposed to do? So first step is you must know that no matter how much a person sins, they're still the slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? It should be like the boss employee, right? It should be fired. So Allah Ta'ala never fires the believer. <laughs> never. As long as he has one drop of iman in his heart, that's it. He has zero amal. He has every sin. As long as he has one drop of iman in his heart, maybe it's such a secret drop that even people might not even know it. But it's there, he'll still the abd of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Because Allah ta'ala has chosen to remain his rabb. مَا غَرَّكَ بِرَبِّكَ Who is Allah ta'ala talking to here? Hmm? He's calling to people. In fact, these are people and the original revelation of I, who actually didn't even have iman. Even as one step further, didn't even have drop of iman. They're unbelievers, disbelievers, truth deniers, rejectors in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's the ayah al-insan. That, oh humanity. مَا غَرَّكَ بِرَبِّكَ الْكَرِيمِ What has deceived you about your Rabb? I'm still your Rabb. I am your Rabb. I will always be your Rabb. You say you don't believe in me, I'm still your Rabb. You deny me, I'm still your Rabb. You say atheist, I'm still your Rabb. Allahu Akbar. 
And I'm still Kareem. I will still be Kareem with you. Ya Allah. Ya Allah. Agar aap kufar se aise mukhatib karte hain, to phir hum to phir bhi ahle iman hain. Hum to ya ayyuhal insaan to nahi hain. Hum to ya zina amanu hain. To ya ayyuhal insaan ke saath ye maamla, ma ghallaka bi rabbikal kareem, to phir aap sochein ya ayyuhal ladina amanu ke saath kya maamla So no matter how much the believer sins, Allah Ta'ala is their Kareem Rabb. That itself is enough motivation to make Tawbah. That's Marfat, by the way. Marfat means to remember Allah Ta'ala in such a way that it brings you back to Him. To remember Allah Ta'ala in such a way that it makes you pick yourself up and become closer to Him after you've fallen down. And there's a lot more need for that marfat. Take it. There's another marfat that mashallah, if you make a lot of ibadah, do a lot of zikr, have a lot of taqwa, make a lot of tahajjud, the feeling you get in the sajda and that tahajjud, wo ek alag kisim ke marfat hai. But wo kis ko haasal ho sakta hai? Agar koi aise khilari hai, to usko to mere biyan mein samjhane ki bhi zorat nahi. Ye to baghair sikha aur baghair samaj se banna haasal kar sakta hai. Jo aise khilari hai. The question is us, gunaga, sinner. Hmm. So for the sinner, their marafat is to know that Allah Spada is Al-Rahman, Al-Rahim, Al-Ghafoor, Al-Ghafar, Al-Kareem with them. And they're still his abd. Ma ghalaka bilambika al-Kareem. Jeep. And you know this is something. Also, I'll give you a jeeb nukta of Qur'an al-Kareem. Qur'an al-Kareem is kalamullah. What does it mean? Kalamullah means it's not that Allah subhanahu just said this once. Or Allah ta'ala revealed it once to Nabi al-Kareem sallallahu Every single second since Allah ta'ala created humanity, from the very moment Allah ta'ala created Nabi Adam salam, all the way until the end of time, for every single second, Allah Ta'ala is addressing constantly, daimi khitab, always, every human being, Ya ayyuhal insan ma ghallaka bi-rabbikal You're always receiving that message. Always. Allahu Akbar kabira. Jeeb. Quran, Azim, Shan, Kalamullah. This is the aqeedah that Imam Ahmad bin Hanbul is willing to give his life for. The Qur'an is not created. This is what it means. It's azali abadi sifat of Allah SWT. He is al-mutakallim of kalamullah. Always Allah SWT. So, in this ayah that I recited to you at the start, Nabi ibadi anni anal ghafoorur rahim Allah does always saying that to the believers. Always. Anni ana. Anni indeed I. I Allah. I'm al-ghafoor. I'm al-rahim. This always Allah Ta'ala saying this. So marifat means just listen. <laughs> listen to what Allah Ta'ala is saying. Just listen to Allah Ta'ala's words. Listen to what He's saying to you. This is Marfa. 
And if when you sin you can't hear this, if when you sin you don't know this, then you don't have marifat of Allah SWT. You've forgotten Allah SWT when you needed Him most. Is ayat ki yaad dahani us wakam aati jab insaan guna karta hai. اس کو معرفت کہتے ہیں کہ گناہ کے موقع پر گناہ کی آیت یاد آئے عبادت کے موقع پر عبادات والے آیات یاد آئے اس کو معرفت کہتے ہیں جی ٹیچنگ آپ خود سوچیں جو رب گناگار کے ساتھ الغفور الرحیم پیش آتے ہیں تو پھر جو گناہ نہیں کر رہا ہے جو فرم بدار ہے اس کے ساتھ پتہ نہیں رب کیا معاملہ کریں گے ہاؤ ول اللہ سلام تعالیٰ ہاؤ مچ لو اللہ تعالیٰ ول گیو ہاؤ مچ آنر اللہ تعالیٰ ول گیو دیٹ پرسن اف اللہ تعالیٰ سنر دیٹ آئی ول ٹریٹ یو ود مائی فرگیونس اینڈ مائی مرسی سو وین اے پرسن سنس Allah SWT is talking to a sinner. قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَكْنُتُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ Proclaim to them Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on my behalf in eternal Qur'an. What? يَا عِبَادِي O my slaves, my creatures, عِبَادِي يَا is for possession. It means you are still mine. You are my ibad. Yani, ek insaan mu'min bannagi se hat kar Allah ke khilafe warzi karta hai Allah ta'ala Quran mein usi wakt usko mukhatib karta hai aap abhi bhi mere bandhoon mein se ibadi. Aap abhi bhi mere bandhoon abhi usne bannagi ko chhoda khilaf warzi ki usi wakt Allah ke dhaab karta hai aap mere bandhoon mein se Don't, if you're taking a video or a picture, you can't take any of that stuff. And if you took anything, you have to delete it. Yes, you must delete it right now. It's my hukum and command. Qul ya ibadi Qul ya ibadi al-lazina asrafu ala anfusihim Those of my slaves, you did a lot of zulm on yourself. Israf, you did excessive. You exceeded the bounds. You hurt your own iman. You hurt your own chances of going into Jannah. You hurt your own asliyat of being abd of Allah Ta'ala. So what's the message? La taqnatu mi rahmatillah. Message should have been atiullah again. Message should have been fear fire of Jahannam. Message is being given what? La taqnatu mi rahmatillah. Don't despair of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Means what I told in the beginning. One of the meanings what I told in the beginning. If you had originally been able to remember how merciful Allah ta'ala was, you never would have done this sin in the first place. All those mercies I told you about in the beginning. Hmm? Okay. So then the person thinks that why? Uh, the person thinks that what? What does this mean? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling me I should not despair of His mercy. Inna Allah 
Indeed, Allah, Allah, He can forgive all sins of the noob entirely, jami'a. All sins entirely. So what, what should happen? A person should get right back up. Right back up instantly, instantly, automatically, if they remembered these ayat at that time. If they don't remember those ayahs, what will they do? They will feel depressed because they sinned. They will say, what's the point of going for fajr? What's the point of praying salah? I'm such a big sinner. There's no point anymore. But they left the teaching of Qur'an Al-Kareem. They forgot the teaching of Qur'an Al-Kareem. Then, you know why this is dangerous? Because when a person does that, they go deep into sin. Deep! They betray family, they go adultery, they have children out of marriage, they can do drugs, Allahu Akbar. And I'm not talking some hypothetical theoretical stuff, I'm talking British Islam. Uh-huh. Yes? So many cases in the UK Muslim community of extreme sin, extreme all they had to do was remember this ayah. And when they did a little sin, they would have come out of it. They would snap themselves out of it. Innahu huul ghafoor rahim Because he, he, Allah, indeed he, he is all forgiving, all merciful. Al-ghafoor al-rahim. Al-ghafoor, the being of infinite forgiveness. Al-Ghafoor, the epitome of forgiveness. Al-Ghafoor, forgiveness incarnate. So what's the person being taught? Become Abdul Kareem, become Abdul Rahim, become Abdul Ghafoor. Abdul Azim ki bandagi aap se nahi ho rahi Abdul Akbar ki bandagi aap se nahi ho rahi hai. To chala aap isse shuru karein. Abdurrahim, Abdul Ghafur, Abdul Ghafar ki bandagi shuru karein. What does it mean? It's one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but focus on those asma, those of his sifat. Before sin, you have to focus on the azmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. After sin, you focus on the rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Chalo, most of us, we're failing to do, focus on the azmat before but then if after that you also fail to focus on the rahmat afterwards, then you'll be lost. You'll be lost. So, case number one, that a person, they commit a sin unknowingly. They didn't know. They honestly, truly did not know that was a sin. Okay? What does Allah SWT say about that in Quran? Listen to Allah SWT. Words, Kalamullah. Inna tawbatu ala Allahi lilladheena ya'maluna su'a bi jahala. Allah Taala said that He has willed upon Himself that He will relent and accept and turn towards those people who did sin. Ya'maluna su'a. Su' means evil. Sin. But they did it in jahala, means ignorantly. 
unknowingly they didn't know. Thumma yatubuna min kareeb. But as soon as they know, as soon as they realize, they make tawbah to Allah SWT. So a person who did sin unknowingly and then realized it was a sin and min kareeb means very quickly, they turn to Allah SWT, then فَأُولَٰئِكَ يَتُوبُ اللَّهُ alayhim. These are the people that Allah Ta'ala will turn in His relenting mercy towards them. So done. Done. وَكَانَ اللَّهُ أَلِيمًا And indeed Allah Ta'ala is always all-knowing and He is always all-wise. But the person had to make tawbah. So even the person who did the sin ignorantly, as soon as they find out, they have to make the tawbah quickly. So Toba means they must leave that sin entirely and never return to it again. Toba means they must leave everything that connects them, invites them, attracts them, tempts them to that sin. All the asbab, all the paths leading to that sin. They make Toba to Allah SWT. Okay. Second case is that a person did sin, not unknowingly, knowingly. You think this is a, shouldn't even be there, but it happens. Not in jahalat, ilman, iradatan, knowingly, willingly, deliberately. Maybe so much they planned that sin. They actually had a whole elaborate plan on how they would do the sin. And then they executed that plan step by step to do the sin. Then they had a whole plan how they will conceal and cover up that sin. And they actually did manage to conceal and cover up that sin. So full, mukammal, hoshme, they did that sin. But, the sin that they did was not a major sin. So not from the kabair. They did a minor sin. Minor sin. So what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say about such a person? الَّذِينَ يَجْتَنِبُونَ كَبَائِرُ الْإِثْمِ وَالْفَوَاهِشَ إِلَى الْلَّمَنِ that those people who stay away protect themselves from kabair, from major sin. And fawahish means immodesty, lewd, crude, lustful sin. Alhamdulillah, the Lord of Taqwa, he stayed away from kabair, stayed away from fawahish. Illa lamam, lamam in English you would say is except for some indiscretion, some initial sin. You can say minor sin, starting point of sin. Okay. What should, what does Allah Subhanahu wa Taala say about this person? Inna rabbaka wasiul maghfira. Indeed, your Rabb is vast in his maghfira. Vast in his maghfira. What should we? It should have said, "We oh, did sin deliberately. It's finished." <laughs> the toba was for the jahal, one who did it ignorantly. No, this one did deliberately. Still Allah Ta'ala is telling that person, Inna Rabbaka, still, I'm still your Rabb. Inna, not Inna Rabba, Inna Rabbaka. Indeed, your Rabb <coughs> is Wasil Maghfira. He's very vast in his forgiveness. Who a'lamu bikum is ansha'akum minal ardi wa antum ajinnatun fi butuni ummahatikum. Saying that he knows you best from the moment he created you, from when he brought you forth from the wombs of your moms. Don't think that just because you stayed away from the kabair and fawaish, 
at your neck. Don't declare yourself to be pious. Don't view yourself to be pure. Allah Ta'ala knows best who has real taqwa. So what Allah Ta'ala is teaching us here, that even this person can get forgiven from Allah Ta'ala, but this person sometimes doesn't turn to Allah Ta'ala because they fall in this delusion that because I stay away from the major sin, that I am a pious person. Hmm? Allah Ta'ala is also don't think yourself to be pure. Allah Ta'ala knows best who has taqwa. So it means we should fear the minor sins also. Third case. Third case is the person who does major sin. Major sin. Deliberately. Big sin. Huge sin. Listen to what Allah Ta'ala says. Different ayah. وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا فَعَلُوا فَاهِشَةً And those people who commit, perpetrate, fa'al, fail, they do it. It's a strong way of saying in Arabic. فَعَلُوا فَاهِشَةً They do it. They commit it. They perpetrate that lustful, immodest, shameless sin. Oh, ظَلَمُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ Or they do a big sin. They do zulm on themselves. What about this person? Allah Akbar Kabira. Listen to what Allah says in Quran. ذَكَرُوا اللَّهَ but then they remember Allah. Then they remember Allah and they seek Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness for their sins. Zikr and istighfar. Now you see my mashaykid zikr? That's the first thing that took this person out. Zakarullah. They remembered Allah SWT. That's the real meaning of zikr. This doesn't mean they did some words. No, Allah ko yaad kiya. All of that was for this. <laughs> All the adhkar that all Mashaik teach is to give a person the ability to do this word, Zakarullah. Marfat, to remember Allah at the right time, in the right way, according to the way He guided us in Quran. It's a beautiful teaching of deen. Because what happens normally, the person who does fahisha and major sin, they don't remember Allah. They even try to forget Allah because it's too shameful to remember Allah after doing something like that. What I was telling them in Quran, no, remember me. How? They should seek forgiveness for their sins. They make istighfar, they beg Allah Ta'ala's mercy, forgiveness. So now listen to what Allah Ta'ala says. Ajeeb, Allah Akbar Kareem. Listen. وَمَنْ يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ and who is it? Yani, kaun hai jugana maaf karta hai Allah ke sifa? Yani, Allah hi to maaf karega. Allah hi maaf karega. Allah ko maaf pasand aata hai. Allah ta'ala ko maaf karna sajta hai. Allah ta'ala ne maaf karna apne liye pasand kiya hai. Wamai yang firu zunuba illallah. That who is there who can forgive sins except Allah swt. So what does it mean? It's another way of saying, Rabbaka, Allah says, I'm your, still your one and only. <laughs> I'm still your one and only. Even though you did faisha. Then, but they have to make tawbah. Same condition. They do not continue. They don't do israr. What they perpetrated, what they committed. Means they make tawbah. Wahum Ya'lamun and all the time they knew, not Shahala. Wahum Ya'lamun. 
all the time they knew. So the person who leaves it, Allah Ta'ala says again for more emphasis, أُولَٰئِكَ جَزَاؤُهُمْ مَغْفِرَةٌ مِّن رَبِّهِمْ These people, they will get, what will be their jaza? The person is fasha, jaza will be jahannam. Jaza will be azab. Jaza will be what? If they make tawbah, zikr, istighfar, tawbah. Zikr, istighfar, tawbah. If they do that, what will be their jaza? مَغْفِرَةٌ مِّن رَبِّهِمْ They will get forgiveness from their Rabb. Again the word came, Rabb. Still your Rabb. Right there, because the worry, like I told Tabi, Tab and the believer will worry that I might end up in Jahannam because I did Fahisha and Kabira. Tabi, he will be worried. Allah Ta'ala answers that. With Jannatun Tajrimin Tahtihal Anhar. They will get Jannat underneath which rivers flow. خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا They will be entered therein through the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أَجْهُ الْآمِدِينَ Indeed, how noble and wonderful is the ajr now. It's switched from jaza to ajr. And they're now become amilin. As if they did some amal saleh. What did they do? They did the amal of zikr, the amal of istighfar, and the amal of tawbah. And now Allah ta'ala is calling them those who labor amilin. Labor means an amal saleh in good deeds. Chief, within one, two ayahs, they made this journey from those who did fahisha and kabair into jannati amilin. This is called marifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To know these things. Hmm? Last case I will give you. Where Allah ta'ala by name he takes one extreme sin called zina. It's long past the Quran. Aspanta mentioning people who mention different sins. Right? Then, uh, how can you explain? Allah Ta'ala is mentioning the people who, if they abstain from the sin, what will they get? Wala yaznuna. So that's the end of it. And they don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, and they don't do something. However, anybody who does those sins, which came before, which includes zina, anybody who does those sins, yalka athama, they will have to face the consequence of those sins. adabu And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, you can either say double, or you can even say multiply many times the azab, the punishment on them on the Day of Judgment. وَيَخْلُدْ fihi muhana, And they will be made to enter Jahannam muhana with tawheen, with humiliation and disgrace. Okay? illa. Listen, so the person who did zina will have to face the consequences will get double or multiple punishment from Allah on the Day of Judgment, will have to enter into Jahannam in disgrace, illa, except, unless, illa, mantaba wa amana, the person who made tawbah, who had iman, wa amila amanan saliha, and they did righteous deeds. So the one who did the that was zikr, istighfar, and tawbah. Here it is, tawbah, 
ایمان ایمان مینز دے گو بیک اینڈ ڈو دا تھنگز اللہ دینہ آمن آل دا تھنگز اللہ تعالیٰ سر یا یو اللہ دینہ آمن آل دا صفات مؤمنین دے اسٹارٹ اڈاپٹنگ دم اینڈ دے میک گڈ ڈیڈز فلا ناؤ دے ول گیٹ لسن ٹو دے ول گیٹ فلا یو بند حسنات Not only will Allah forgive them for the zina and the major sins that they did that was so bad they were going to get multiple punishment in Jahannam. Not only will Allah Ta'ala forgive that, Allah Ta'ala will change their sayyat into hasanat. I mean, He will change their sins into good deeds. Which sins? Big sins. So you tell me, what, how do you think Allah Ta'ala's exchange rate will be? He takes big sin of zina and gives you small good deed? When Allah Ta'ala does this, He will change their big sins into big good deeds. <laughs> he did zina, but then he made tawbah, and he had adopted all the qualities of iman, and did amal as-salih. Allah will erase the zina from his book of deeds, and write jihad fi sabilullah. Allah will write some big deed like that. Oh, ya Allah, he didn't even do the amal. He didn't even do it. Whatever I gave you as an example, Allah alam what hasanat Allah will give, but Allah ta'ala will give them hasanat that they never even did. Ya Allah. Ajeeb Allah Akbar Kabira. There can be no greater mercy than this. There can be no more loving Rabb than this. Hmm? There can be no more amazing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than this. وَقَالَ اللَّهُ غَفُورًا رَحِيمًا And indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always غفور and رحيم. غفور He forgives their sins. رحيم He changes it and gives them good deeds instead. In place of those sins. These are all the cases in Quran. All the cases in Quran. And last one I gave you was the person who made the ultimate sin of even leaving their iman. Ya yuhal insan ma ghalaka bi rabbikal kareem. Oh human being, at least they still get hidayah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They may choose not to respond to that. But that kalam, that khitab is the type of hidayah. Allah Ta'ala still sends them the nur of the hidayah of his kitab, of his karam. And he still, and he apna peghaam-e-mohabbat unki dil pur utartte. He peghaam-e-mohabbat hai. Oh, iman hi chod de. Uske shari hukam halak chiz hai, magar Allah ka maamla unke saath yehi hai. Ya ayuhal insan ma ghalaka bi rabbika al-kareem. This is marifat of Allah Mawana. Hmm? This is our Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is our deen. We should try to become true slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should try to become the lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should make ourselves obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let's become firm in our salah, firm in our ibadah, firm in our Quran. We must lower the gaze and leave all sin. We must control our tongue and abandon our anger. 
must fulfill Allah Ta'ala's rights, Allah, must fulfill the roles and responsibilities we have with others, ibad. We must have these sifat of iman, wa'amana, mantaba, wa'amana, all the sifat of mu'mineen, ahwal mu'mineen, andaz mu'mineen, the manners, the temperament, the personality, the qualities, the attributes, the perspective of mu'mineen. And we should try to make these a'mal salih and in exchange, Allah Ta'ala will forgive all the sins and convert all the sins into all good deeds. Then imagine how happy that person will be on the Day of Judgment. Hmm? He will be shocked. Hmm? And the person who doesn't make Tawbah, he will be also shocked. The person who doesn't make Tawbah will be shocked. Mali has a kitab. What is it about this book? It has every small, sagira, kabira, everything in it. Hmm? And the person who has made Tawbah, he will be shocked that all the sin changed to good deed. <laughs> every good deed, good deed, good deed, good deed, good deed, good change all sin to good deed. <laughs> he will be stunned. <laughs> so you can prepare for one of two shocks on the Day of Judgment. It's your choice. Hmm? It's your choice. So better that we make Tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And make true Tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And leave all the sins once and for all. And for the rest of our life, we live for obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Qul Allah wa Rasul. And we should also make niyat tonight. Samitna wa ata'na. We've heard, we understood. Now we know Allah Ta'ala and now we're only going to obey Allah Ta'ala for the rest of our life. Forgive us for all the sins that we did. Ya Rabbi Kareem, forgive us for the sins that we did in Jahala. Forgive us for having that Jahala. Forgive us for not learning our deen. Forgive us for not turning to you. Forgive us for failing to make Tawbah min Kareeb. Ya Rabbi, if ever in the future we ever sin, Ya Rabbi, immediately give us tawfiq to make Tawbah. Make us feel the sting of that sin, the pain of that sin, the shame of that sin, the dishonor of that sin. Ya Rabbi Kareem, bring us fast into Tawbah fast into the ahwal and sifat of iman. Give us tawfiq to make a'wal as-saleh, to cover up for that sin. Ya Rabbi Kareem, even we have committed kabar and fawahish, we make tawbah, Ya Rabbi Kareem. We want to disconnect yourself from all of that. We want to make no israr, no repeating of any of that. Ya Rabbi Kareem, forgive it, Ya Rabb. Change our sayyat into hasanat. Change all of our sins into good deeds. Change all the time that we spent into ghafla, into time that we spent in zikr. Change all the time that we were ignorant and to time that we had knowledge. Change all the time, Ya Rabb, that we sinned against you into time that we were obedient to you. Ya Rabbi Kareem, change all the time when we hurt other people into time that we helped other people. Change all the time when we concealed our iman into time in which we did dawah to others to accept iman. Change all the time that we were unfeeling for others into time that we did them in khidmat and we were of service to others. Ya Rabbi Kareem, you are the most knowledgeable. You are alim and hakima. You are the most knowing, the most wise. Change, you know best all of our sayyat. 
Ya Rabbi Kareem, forgive us for all of our sins. Grant us more hasanat. Protect us from the whispering of shaitan. Protect us from the tricks and treachery of the nafs. Let us never become deluded against your mercy. Let us never become despair of your mercy. Let us always remember your rahmah and mercy. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem, gunao ko farma. Ya Rabbi Kareem, karam ko maafarma. farma. Nek banna chate, nek banna ke irada ban lekar aay hai, aap nek bana dijay. Utne se pehre, Ya Rab, salihin me se bana dijay, muttakin me se bana dijay, zakirin me se bana dijay. Ya Rabbi Kareem, salo ghaflat me guzare, salo gunao me lotte hai. Ya Rabbi Kareem, ab hum toba karne ke liye hai, aap is toba ko khubur kar dijay, is niyat ko khubur kar dijay, is niyat ko pura aane ki mehnat ki tofiq de dijay, himmat de dijay, istikamat de dijay, ikhlas de dijay, hum kamzor hai ya Rabb, tu al-kabir al-mateen hai, ala kulli shayin kadir hai, ya Rabbi ka apne kuat ka mamla, kudrat ka mamla, تقدیر کا معاملہ فرما دیجئے اور ہمیں متقین بنا دیجئے صالحین بنا دیجئے بے حیاء یا رب با حیاء بننے کے لئے آئے ہیں حیاء کی دولت دے دیجئے آنکھوں کے حیاء نصیب فرما زبان کے حیاء نصیب فرما ذہن میں حیاء نصیب فرما عملی حیاء نصیب فرما حیاء والا کردار عطا فرما حیاء والا صفات عطا فرما حیاء والا طرز نصیب فرما حیاء والا مزاز نصیب فرما حیاء والا گرم محول نصیب فرما حیاء والی معاشد نصیب فرما یا رمی کریم امت کی نوجوانوں کو ان فتنوں سے بچا لیجئے امت کی نوجوان کو یا رب با حیاء بنا دیجئے پوری امت کو یا رب اپنے رحمت نصیب فرما دیجئے پوری امت کا یا رب ولایت کا انام دے دیجئے قرب کا معاملہ فرما دیجئے یا رمی کریم کرم کا معاملہ فرما فضل کا معاملہ فرما تو تو زو فضل عظیم والی ذات ہے تو تو بہت فضل کرنے والی ذات ہے آپ تو ذو فضل علم مؤمنین ہیں اپنے عظیم فضل کو مؤمنین پر تقسیم کرنے والے ہیں یہ ربی کریم ہم بھی اہل ایمان ہیں آپ ہی کو اپنے معبود مانتے ہیں پیارے نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کو آخری نبی مانتے ہیں رحمت دے دیجئے فضل دے دیجئے اپنا کرم دے دیجئے اپنا ہنایت فرما دیجئے نیک بنا دیجئے آج رب ہم آپ سے دین مانگ رہے ہیں آج اب سے ایمان کی صفات مانگ رہے ہیں آج رب ہم آپ سے آپ ہی مانگ رہے ہیں اپنا تعلق دے دیجئے اپنا نسبت دے دیجئے اپنا قرب دے دیجئے اپنا محبت دے دیجئے اپنے محبوبیت دے دیجئے بندگی دے دیجئے یا ربی کریم ہمیں بندہ بنا دیجئے غلام بنا دیجئے عبد بنا دیجئے یا ربی کریم نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کے وفادار امتی بنا دیجئے ان کے سنت کا پیروکار بنا دیجئے ان کے اخلاق کا وارث بنا دیجئے یا ربی کریم ان کا مثل ان کا نمونہ بنا دیجئے جتنا کامل وہ نبی تھے اتنا اچھا ہمیں بھی ان کا امتی بنا دیجئے یا رب جتنا اچھے تو ہمارے رب ہیں ہمیں بھی ویسا اچھا آپ کا عبد بنا دیجئے یا ربی کریم پوری امت پر اپنی نحمد نازل فرما جا امت پریشان ہے امت مظلوم ہے یا ربی کریم امت کی وقالت فرما امت کے اصل ولی آپ ہیں وکیل آپ ہیں نصیر آپ ہیں اپنے غیبی مدد کا معاملہ فرما یا ربی کے امت میں سے دوبارہ اس قوم کو زندہ کریں جو ظالمین کو ظلم کو دور کریں گے مظلومین کو اپنے مظلومت کو نکالیں گے حق کو غالب کریں گے رحمت کا معاملہ فرما کرم کا معاملہ فرما ہمیں یا رب کبھی بھی باطل کے جانب نہ نصیب فرما ہمیں 
ہمیشہ حق کی جانب دھاری نصیب فرما پوری دنیا پورا عالم میں یارب حق کو غالب فرما باتوں کو مغلوب فرما عدل انصاف اطمینان سلامتی والا دنیا ہمیں نصیب فرما یار کریم ہم جو بچے والے ہمارے بچوں کو نیک بنا بچوں کو سالے بنا بچوں کو متقی بنا بچوں کو اپنی حفاظت نصیب فرما بچوں کو دین سے لگاؤ نصیب فرما بچوں کو دین کی محمد نصیب فرما یار کریم رحمت کا معاملہ فرما جو شادی شدہ ہیں عرب ہمیں گریزو زندگی کی خوشی نصیب فرما ہمیں نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم جیسے مثالی شہر بنا یار موسیقی سب کی دلی مرادوں کو پورا فرما سب کی مشکلات کو آسان بنا یار بکریم جس محبت جس صبر سے یہ بیٹھے بکریم ان کے حسن زن سے بڑھ کر معاملہ فرما اپنے شایان رحمت کا معاملہ فرما ربنا تکبل منا انکا انت السمی الرحیم وطبولینا انکا انت التواب الرحیم وصل اللہ تعالی علی حبیبی سیدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين برحمتك يا رحم الراحمين